Why, hello, you super sexy, sleuth, and salacious sucker luckers. My favorite people, my beautiful heathen. I'm back with another episode of the Gaming Memories Podcast, where I, your host, Cade Call, interview creative and interesting people about their favorite gaming memories growing up. Ha ha! On this episode of the podcast, I have someone creative and, spoiler alert, interesting. Drum roll, please. Trey Mother Warner. I first heard about the mythology and the lore behind Mr. Warner as a small young lad when I attended a warehouse rock and roll show that I am almost positive I didn't ask him about this on the podcast, but I would put money down that this show was not sanctioned. The city was definitely not aware it was happening. There was no security, not enough water, bathrooms, exits. Everything was against code, and I'm pretty sure Mr. Warner's band, Rated Hero, just posted up in a warehouse and started rocking out. And it turned into absolute chaos. One of the craziest shows I've ever been to. And uh, the first time I can remember being legitimately worried about being inside of a pit. Because, again, it was chaos. But at the end of the day, it was a lot of fun. I kept hearing about Trey further. Uh, I ran into him at a Halo party. His little brother was friends with me. I talked some mad shit in Halo. Showed up at his house thinking I was dope. And I got wrecked. We talked about that on the podcast. Then I heard about him a little bit more in the door-to-door sales industry in which he was very successful. And the legend is that he would roll around in a Astro van that was pimped out, slinging and danging, selling alarms, and making cash money. And the legend grew even further as he rose through the ranks, and he was very smart with that cash money, invested it in real estate, and basically did what a lot of people did and found a way to freedom, financial freedom. And uh, so he really caught my attention at that point because that was something that I wanted in my life. So I started paying attention to him even more uh, from afar. And long story short, uh, he got back into music, started doing music again, and does acting, and he's good at all of these things. And anyone who's good at multiple things and has been successful at multiple things will pique my interest. I start watching them. Like, huh. I mean, there's there's two, there's, in my mind, there's two ways to go through life. You can be sort of a jack of a bunch of trades that you like and not be a master of nothing, but put those trades together in an interesting way, which is the path that I've taken. Or you can go all in on something and, and become world class. And uh, Trey has been the uh, jack of all trades, but he's been surprisingly good at each trade. And uh, people who are can get good at things, at multiple things, get good at them fast and then succeed at them and be a high performer uh that yeah that that just interests me so i've been stalking him for a long time finally reached out to him he agreed to come on the podcast and bada bing bada boom man we find ourselves here uh he's a badass check him out trey warner official or trey warner on all the best social platforms we're going to be talking uh oh i should actually preface this uh, we talk about video games right off the bat but then we get sidetracked and we never find our way back to video games so i'm going to just be straight honest with you we talk about video games for about 30 minutes 20 minutes and then we go off the rails but i found the conversation to be very interesting. I left the room with a buzz of energy, so I'm assuming some of that energy will be translated to you, my faithful listeners. Why did I do a Cletus the Slack John Yokel? I don't know. Sometimes accents just come out. It's it's like, uh, yeah, I could I could edit this, but I'm not. I will put all my warts on display for you to see. Check him out, Trey Warner. Uh, here's a little sneak peek, a clip from my favorite song of his called Carry On that channels sort of a Weezer and Jimmy World vibe, which is two pluses in my book. Check it out.
27 right now. <laughs> you're 27? Yeah. I'm in my body. Like, if you look at my body, you're like, dude, this guy's... Are you 18? What is he? Well, my body says that, but <laughs> I think mentally I'm like 88, but like, as far as how I can move, 26, because that's your prime, right? I've heard 35 is like your ultimate what is man your prime. prime. We're going to have to... I don't We're gonna know. have to vet that. They always say in UFC commentary, like thirty five, thirty three is like the heavyweight prime. Blah blah. blah. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if that's true, but we'll, we'll look into we'll it. We'll look it up. But I was playing a lot of Halo. I knew Danny as like your whole family. For those of you who don't know, and I'm, there'll be a big intro. Like you guys are all tall, beautiful men, Swedish looking, <laughs> Hitler wet dream type men. <laughs> so I just and you played music, yeah. and I knew you were all athletic. So I didn't really associate Danny with like playing video games. Yeah. And I was deep into video games, and I was good at. Halo. I was decent at Halo. I'd go to like different house parties of people I didn't know, make bets, take their money. We had Love a, it. I had a crew of dudes that were into Halo, and then Danny started talking about Halo, and I'm like, this pretty boy, I'm gonna just wreck him. And yeah, I went yeah. over. I don't know, it was your place. Yeah. It's like you and your brothers, and I just got worked. I don't think I won a single <laughs> game. And I, I'll be honest, like at the time, I'm like. How are these? These dudes are already athletic, tall, and beautiful, and better at music. And they got to take video games from me too. Like they're better at. <laughs> hey, why, why can't I have anything in this world? And I was just shocked, humbled. How? And it's also when I realized Halo. Halo is when I one of the first video games I saw it expand the interest of video games. Like people who normally weren't interested in video games got interested in Halo because it was like the funnest. Multiplayer. Oh, experience. This is Halo One. Halo right? One. That's oh the only one I gosh, really played, dude. Yeah. Oh, it. Yeah. And you guys worked me. Like I, you. I think you're Scott's the oldest one there. Yep. Maybe or I don't know how many brothers you have. Cameron could have been there. Could have been Cam. Cam. Cam was very good. Danny was very good. Danny I was, was good. good at one thing, and I loved it. And that was I would capture the flag. Blood Gulch. It's. I don't remember what it was called exactly. I think. I think that's what it was. It's like you want to get the flag and you bring it back to your fortress. Yeah. Right? Then what map? Do you remember? Like you like usually people play it on it's, Blood Gulch. It, yeah, I think that's what it okay. is. It's like kind of like desert, mountainy. Yes. You go up to the sides. Yeah, dude. I just. I was the tank, dude. I would post up behind the fortress and just wreck people. And it was a gift. Like I was put on this earth. (laughs) One of the things I was put on this earth was to just get in the tank, dude. And that's it. I was great at that. And it was so fun. And and that's when like my metabolism was great. I, I could eat. Yep. I would eat. No kidding. It was just like the plan was get the Otis Bunkmeyer cookies from Costco. Oh yes. And I would I could eat 8 to 12 and wash it down with Mountain Dew loaded with high fructose <laughs> corn syrup and be ripped. And then at, at and not like, get diabetes. And not get diabetes and then and then yeah, then the metabolism slowed down. I remember I looked at a picture I'm like, "Okay, it's time to change." Yeah, there's I've noticed there's these supplements now, gaming supplements. Like Are you serious? That's like basically they drink pre-workout and play video games and I'm I'm just had this thought like for how I know how hard I abused my body at that age, if you give me a gaming supplement like that, I can buy off Amazon. <laughs> Like they're gonna say, well, what is it? Caffeine and like beta alanine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. Yeah, it's basically. I look at this beta alanine, caffeine, whatever the other. It's a pre-workout. L-theanine to like keep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BCAAs. BCAAs. It's a pre-workout. Oh my god! But they just basically take pre-workout and they brand it as gaming energy. Right. There's probably some small differences in the formula, but uh, and I just think like if if I was 16 and had that, I would definitely find out where do you have a heart attack. I'm gonna take one scoop less. 
than that. And that's oh probably where gosh. I I just I just saw that. I'm like, I the kids. There's I had a guy on Keb who's into the Call of Duty scene, like, and uh, and he has homies that are trying to make it as pro COD players. Uh-huh. And apparently, that whole scene is is just. Adderall, energy drinks, and cod all day, every day, and these kids. Yeah, it's like both. It's like both. Yes, I, both. I the first time I saw, you know, do, doing door to door like we did. First time I saw it, there was this uh, no names, but I'm going to my Astro Van, which I called the Duke. His name was Duke, <laughs> dude. And and the thing is, like, I have an emotional connection to Duke. Do you remember when the the monsters that looked like literally they were the size of like a tree trunk, like it was like a log? Yes. I don't know how many ounces it was. It was. They don't do them anymore. The big cans. Yeah, the, yeah. they're huge cans. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I'm walking, and and a dude is breaking open an ad. I didn't know what it was. That's and he's pouring it. Yeah. It's all it's all those little tiny beads. Yes, the time release pouring. beads. He was yes. pour, yeah, it, that's exactly right. And and he poured it into his, poured it into his buddies, and I'm like. <laughs> What the? And then they look at the other guy. Do you have yours left? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, dude, you owe me. And I'm going, what is happening? <laughs> and and I'm going, these guys are taking Adderall and drinking that whole log. But this was what was so wild. We'd start driving, and ten minutes later, they're asleep. Weird. They're so deep into that. Yeah, I don't even know. I'm going. And How's that I didn't quite understand what it was. I'm going. Did they just take like a sleeping aid? Because you know sometimes we drive like an hour to two hours out to get the, to area. the area. Yeah. Um. And and these guys are guys that came from a different office of than than mine. And so this is kind of later in the summer. And I'm just as I learned what this stuff was. I'm going. What is happening with their heart? Exactly. And then at night they're taking an Ambien, to to right, sleep. to go to yeah. sleep, or or if it's hippie lettuce or whatever it is. I'm going, dude. This can't be good for your no. body. It can't. <laughs> no, uh, I have it a, can't. I have some friends and family that mixed. Well, basically one group of friends that I met through alarms. Again, no names. We're we'll protective mixed, people. We're all we're all trying our best. They just mixed really heavy steroids with like uppers, amphetamines. Oh man, and that is a bad news bears for your heart super bad news bears i hope they find self-love you know they're enough we're enough you're enough this particular case sorted it out but yes (laughs) yeah uh yeah it's a it's I just, and it makes me like okay well there is a big buffer like the the heart can take it's dangerous but I'm also blown away at how heavy people have gone in to like mixing certain things and they come out alive and for like, real but the bodies how okay I don't know how you're not dead but you're not you yeah. know yeah. yeah there's there's mercy I guess like hey I'll give you a couple mulligans but stop doing this so you're t- three years two years old was your first console did your family have video games growing up yeah I was truth be told I've never been into video games. But for some reason, I liked watching my older brother, Scott, beat like Mike Tyson's punch out or or Zelda. It was kind of more fun for me to vicariously live through uh, Scott. But I think I, I, you know, I do brain types like you're a, uh, in Myers-Briggs, you're ENTP. Ooh, close. Uh, yeah, no, you are what I'm, I'm saying. I'm INTP, according no, to the test. Yeah, you guys get uh, misdiagnosed the most oh. out of it. You guys just really? sometimes can't. Yeah. You, I've become more outgoing as I've gotten yeah, older. You, so the thing that's interesting. Interesting. We're kind of t- going on in this. I don't know if you know that I do this like no. a lot. A lot of your type gets misdiagnosed, and a lot, a lot of them come out as introverted or as feelers in that space. A, a, a lot of them do, and then sometimes like, oh, I'm I'm a judger, you know, left brain. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times the ENTP, I, I do what's called brain typing, which uses a lot of the Myers Briggs. But a lot of times the the uh, ENTPs, which I'd call you a thirteen or an FCIR. Uh, is that 
they don't like people sometimes, or they're very selective on where mm. they spend their time. If it, if it's, you'll see how extroverted you actually are when it's something you are interested yes. in. And the it, right person. It, yes. yes. And it's something that's worth your time. And you'll see you're, if you were really a backbrain introvert, you, you wouldn't speak as quickly as mm. you do. Even you're just, you're just a little bit more selective on who you let into your world. But if I jumped into your brain, even if you're shut off, uh, you know, verbally, if I jumped in your brain, it's going a thousand miles an hour. And if I put a brain scan on the top of your head, you'd see all this heat would be happening in the front in right the front, part of your brain. Yeah. You know, you, you are, you enjoy, and this is what a lot of gamers are. Like most of, if not all of the top gamers are the, the, the 13. So there's 16 types. You're a 13. Um, it's just something they really connect to. Um, and they're very good at it. They're very hand eye coordinated. They're, they're the, they're the number one strategizers. They love mm. to strategize. And they are just very drawn to technology. And and it could be a very dangerous thing, too, within the type, especially with, with young kids, because their brains need to develop without the screen. But they're yes. just naturally drawn to that. And then even social media is a whole other subject there because they can they, they're the masters of one upmanship. They're, they're like the number one debaters. They, they every now and again, they just they will love to play devil's advocate because mm. it's fascinating yep. and fun. Yep. And a lot of people will be like, Cade, why are you arguing? Or I'm, I'm married to a 13 too. And a lot of people are like, why are you arguing? You're going, I'm just having a conversation. You know, I'm exploring and, the other. Idea. I'm exploring. Yeah. I, yeah I, I, they, they, they like to do mm-hmm. that. And, and I'm always surround, like my bestest of best friends are all 13. So, uh, front brained see with what I do, it kind of eliminates that extroverted thing. Cause all, I, I hate those tests. Cause it says like, are you, do you like to be the center of attention? But no, most 13s yeah. don't. No, they don't. Not. Yeah. Do you like to be in the center of a room? Do you get energy off of people? And all? And it's like you're a lot of them are going to say no because they're too cool for that. Um, but the right you, person, I can have a conversation. Yeah. With yeah. And feel energized. Yes. yes. Even even yeah. like with how you walk, you are more moving forward. Like your head is a little bit above your toes. Like mm. you're very front brain and you're a just do it type of guy. Like, uh, let's do it and ask questions later for the for the most part, yeah. unless there's an upbringing of like hey let's let's filter that first young Kate um <laughs> let's think about that a little bit right and i'm a front right brain uh, individual too i'm just the difference between you and i is your most of the listeners right now are going to probably be your your type cuz they're drawn to this world even with when you hear you and i speak throughout this conversation you're going to see you actually have your sentences formed before you even say them and you're going to be more articulate with your words where the Miracles like me are are going to be more of a simpleton. I'm literally coming up with what I'm spot. saying on the spot, yeah. and it's going to be. It might take me a little bit more time to to get there, but I, I because I was brought up with my parents, I actually speak a lot better than most fives. I, I would be an ESTP in Myers Briggs, and with mm-hmm. this, I'm an FEIR. So to break that down, you're front brained. You like to get going with things, even if you're not talking to people. Okay. And then you're conceptual, which your big picture possibilities, what could be abstract minded, creepy. 
Yeah. And then you're inanimate, which I'm the same. So conceptual you, I'm uh, an empirical. Well, let me, let me back up. I'm sorry. So people that are listening, it's like your front brain opposite that is back brain. So back brain is, would be considered introverted or, uh, they, they expend their energy in different ways, uh, than what you and I do. We like to be on the go, yes, right? That's true. Um, so then, yeah, going back. So F B front back. You are conceptual. I am empirical. So your big picture, I'm, you see the forest. I'm more, I see the trees. Mm. I see the detail of what is in the moment. I can pick up the nonverbal stuff where you're more, yeah, like Off. big, big picture. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and they, and it's not to say that they're date. That's the other thing that I hate. Like, are you a daydreamer? Most men and women don't want to say that they're a mouth breathing daydreamer. I would say you know? yes, though. I yeah. daydream a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and some of them are okay with saying that, yeah. but a lot of like, it's, I always laugh at there are companies that have brought me into type people because most of the time people are going to take these tests the way that they want to be perceived to get the job where a lot That's of times. So I'm, I'm kind of getting off a tangent. So yeah, front brained, back brained. Okay. Then empirical, you're conceptual. I'm empirical. That's one of the differences. Then inanimate, which is would be thinker in Myers-Briggs. So you're inanimate. I'm also inanimate. So you and I, even though we can be fun and all that kind of stuff, we don't have as much of a pulse with things. We look at things more logically, yeah, okay, the way that things are, more with like a logical lens of black and white. The opposite of that would be an animate. An animate, like their eyes are more receptive. They're 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 more on the the side of mercy of of emotion. And then the next one would be uh, so that would be thinking and feeling. So this one is inanimate. You and I are more inanimate when we, especially when we go into a new setting. What's really funny is I, I'm always studying people or watch. I, I love watching people in new settings. Mm. So like a 13, like you or, or my wife, when they go into a new setting, I can see how fast their brains are actually working. They're sizing everybody up with extreme quickness. Who's worth your time? Right. And, <laughs> so and who I like, do you want? I like interrupt you. I like how you said selective. That's a nice way. People have described me as just being cold. They can definitely yeah. be cold, right? And 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 the thing is though, you do have that, but then you also have a very loving and you're not very judgmental of mm. people, right? And there's there, the, the other thing that's so fascinating is is everybody has a different upbringing, you know? And and people should always be very slow to to judge people because they have no idea what somebody has experienced, right? And that's one thing I do love about brain types is like if you saw you and then my wife, you're going to see two it's you guys are the same brain type, very different personas. Mm. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of things that have happened to, yeah, definitely change. It's, it's 60% nature, meaning you are a 13 FCIR uh, and then 40% nature. 40. It's 60, 40. Yeah. So, and, and especially with the 13s, which most of you that are listening right now are, are going to be a 13. The reason why with, with the 13 is that they really are sponges. They soak up so much, you know, as they're growing up and they're, they're the top actors too. You know, they can just be what they, whatever they want, really. They're the multifaceted type. Um, so yeah, it's just fun to watch how everybody processes it. You know, like when, when you understand somebody's wiring, you're able to kind of see 
them in a different light to be slower to judge or why they do certain things. Cause it's, it's really difficult where, for example, if we're, t- I, I, it's fun to talk about 13s because I know the majority of your audience is going to be a 13. When they are children, they are labeled sometimes as the Ridlin kid or we need to do X, Y, and Z. They, they, they struggle in the early years where sometimes they're like the parents will think like, my kid's stupid. Mm. And a lot of 13s can struggle in the elementary level because they're just not interested. They're just like, yeah, I don't care about these cars. Yeah, that's blue. And they need to be stimulated mentally so they will challenge the teacher or they will get in trouble or they'll do X, Y, and Z. And so when I'm talking with parents that are have a child that's a 13 that's getting in a lot of trouble, I really try to point out the positives. Like, do you see how your child just outfox an adult? Mm. You know, and your kid is doing stuff that's kind of like a CEO. And I say, just wait until things become a little bit more challenging. You'll see your kid is not stupid. In mm. fact, he's ex- he or she is Probably very smart. far yeah. from that. Yeah. And so it's it's sad when a parent loads them up on on drugs to get them to behave a certain way. And it's it's you know from the educational standpoint and, and brain typing, a lot of times in the schooling system we're teaching a uh, a squirrel to become a swimmer and a dolphin to learn how to climb trees and it's it's a little bit difficult for both and they end up feeling dumb and because they're supposed to follow this certain way of life of the educational system and so i'm very i don't know what's what the right word is compassionate towards uh just people and in general and 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 it's fun to help guide people that might be struggling to understand that they're a very beautiful person that's capable of so much they just need to find what that right thing Mm -hmm. is you know I didn't know you knew so much about personality types. I didn't know that was something you were into. I knew you were into lots of other stuff we'll talk about. Yeah, yeah. But. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I I'm, love it. And so, yeah. And then the last one's right brain and left brain. <laughs> so I'm right brain too. You can see how I've been all over the place. Yeah. You were, some of the things you said were like almost creepily accurate. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, I remember reading about INTPs and I guess I was misdiagnosed, but it was still... It was still, what's the word, accurate enough? Yeah, it should be. That I felt like, oh, there's other people like me. I don't, this is what it is. There's a word for what I've always felt like, yeah, it's just something's, the wiring's different or, I mean, I think everyone feels different and unique sometimes. you should. You should. You you can have the same type, but you are going to be a very unique individual. The people that are my type that that I know can be very, it's it's a wide range, but... How does that play in? My biggest question is, what do you know about emotions? Because when I was a teenager, I, especially growing up Mormon or LDS, I spent a lot of times worrying, like they would talk about like charity and love and I would not, I didn't, I knew the words, but I'd be like, I don't know if I've ever felt that or like gratitude. Like, I don't, how do you, I remember asking yeah, a bishop, yeah, no, like, no. how do I feel gratitude? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I'm supposed to feel grateful how do i do it and he was just like what do you just do it i'm like well i can't i don't yeah and and i I remember like my grandma died and i didn't feel and and i was one thing i felt was guilt about not feeling yeah and that was like a really struggle for me for a long time yeah Yeah. well this is this is quintessential Uh, hopefully hopefully that's i'm using that word right of your type and when you're talking to a youngster you know my youngest daughter is a 13 as well they will ask this over and over. Why? 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 What? Why? And unfortunately, a lot of people aren't equipped or have not been taught how to answer the question like what you just asked. Why do I or what? What? 
and and telling you you just feel it doesn't that, work that yeah. does not that does not work and that's the thing that's unfortunate you know with you know i am an lds dude and i'm a very open-minded guy right like and and when i look at if we're talking about religion right i'm from huntington beach california so i had a ton of catholic friends christian jewish or just not into it at all and so it's not if we're, if we're just talking about religion there's a lot of people that don't know how to communicate certain things like there's just somebody that i know very well that can't doesn't know how to talk to their son that's 12 years old about sex. He doesn't mm. know about it yet. And, and that's so weird to me and, and unfortunate. Like I knew what sex was when, when I was seven and I was fascinated by it and I loved it. I loved the <laughs> idea of it. Right. And my parents were awesome to talk about anything with me where I never felt stupid. Mm. I was molested when I was 10 by a friend, you know, and he was my same age. I had actually gone through puberty by that time. Right. And, mm. and it at was 10? at 10. Oh, dude, it was, it was before I was nine. Bro. Damn. Yeah. You were hitting it early. Yeah. 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 I wasn't. Well, I was just a young man with. You yeah, know, not hitting, I, it, hitting yeah, it. Yeah, I was yeah. well. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, I was doing my best. Yeah, but the point is, I had a very good relationship with my parents where I could talk about anything, and I had I had friends from all walks of life. Like I, yeah, like you said, I'm kind of like the I did sports, but I always hung out with the skaters mm. and the punkers, and I was an LDS dude. And a lot of my friends were not LDS, and these guys and some gals would find refuge in my parents' house because they felt scared to talk to their own parents about mm. whatever their issues were. And so I really am grateful for my parents in that aspect. So kind of going back into your situation is that a lot of your type is is going to be more headstrong in a mind, in a logical space where you're trying to soak up information where you would, you relate more towards logic, right? And so there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's one of your great intelligences that you that you have. And it's like some people I've been asked this numerous times, what's the perfect type? And, no and thing, there really. is there is no such thing. Yeah. I mean, for me, and, and from a religious standpoint, I think Christ is the perfect type. It's like if you can be if I could learn sometimes to not be so extroverted and let other people have a chance. If I didn't, uh, if I could go a little bit more into that animate world to be more merciful instead of so logical, that, that's the goal, you know, to, mm -hmm. to be, to be both. But there are going to be things that you're going to lean more towards, right? And so it's unfortunate. I'm, I'm sure, and I can't even judge your bishop in that situation, but it's like he's doing his best and yeah. he may not have known how to, you, he has you no just idea. do it, yeah, right? Yeah. And and you know, my dad did something, and I and I talked to him, and he meant no harm. Like sometimes I played football, and there was a lot of pressure there to be this great athlete, right? And if my dad had this one saying, like, "Well, if you do this, you might miss out on some blessings." And so if I did a particular mm -hmm. sin on Monday or Tuesday, but I threw an interception on Friday, well, it's <laughs> uh, probably yes. because I did X, Whatever, Y, and sin. Z on Tuesday. Yeah. And that's incorrect. That's not how... It works. That's not how my father in heaven... Like, now that I have kids, I'm going, dude, I'm not... If my kids did something unbelievably stupid that was so whatever, I still love them just the same. And yeah. I'm actually there for them if they, if they, if they would like my help. So anyway, it's not, it's not uncommon for your type to have a struggle to feel like what a lot of times what the movies show us, which is just so fraudulent mm. at some times. That's right? another it's like, issue. Oh, it's supposed yeah. to, oh, marriage is supposed to be like this, or it's supposed to, you're supposed to feel that it's like, it's, it's not real, dude. And so kind of breaking that down is, is, a, is an awesome thing. Thing coming from a brain type standpoint mm. to help better understand each other and Damn. ourselves.
If I would have known that information, if someone like you could have told me that in my 20s, I think I would have saved myself just all sorts of wrong turns. And, you know, yeah, and, yeah. For, for sure. And the same thing goes for me. We're all, we're all a work in progress yeah. and, and it's like life is tough and it's, and it's beautiful. I mean, we've both been through some tough times guaranteed, even people listening to this right now. And you just got to, nobody gets out alive. No, dude, we're Everyone. all going to die. Yeah. And nobody gets out with, I don't think even if you look at someone like, I'd say you would be one of those people from the outside. People come in and look at you like tall, good looking, successful music whatever they might think there's no demons there but the <laughs> truth is everybody like bro life takes everybody to whatever their subjective limit is i think yeah. like, it just no matter what it is you're going to be taken to y- your limit that's just the way it works yeah i think joe rogan said like if and correct me if i'm wrong but whether it was him or, or not I-, I loved that if we could all jump in each other's shoes for five minutes it would change the world, right? And, and it's like, I, I've said this to my wife, even though many dumb things that I do, I'm like, if you could just jump into my head and my heart, you'd chill out. Yeah. And I don't know how to explain it better than that. Yeah, right? yeah. It's just such a simple way to, to say it. But the same goes for everybody else. It just sucks how quick we judge, especially just seeing like what's happening with like politics, mm. you know? I lean more towards the conser- I'm I'm an independent, and I learn lean more towards the conservative side, and and I'm also a guy that has some some liberal views. Well, you're a rock and roller, and people would associate that with yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And I have tons of friends that are unbelievably on the left, mm-hmm. and they're great friends of mine. We don't agree on everything, and and I would never consider them evil, and them calling me evil. But I see that left and right on pun intended. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> pun intended. I'm going dude what is happening right now it's like when people are lashing out the way that they are it's usually because we lack self-love you know probably and and it's like you're trying to you know it's that the misery loves company where it's like dude let's let's chill out man i think community is a big deal which will can loops back into i think i know i've experienced leaving the church it's like okay but i am missing out on like the community aspects and i had to go and like find supplements for that and find get all the get all the benefits and leave the things it just didn't work like you said the it just didn't work yeah and, it and wasn't I, so working. I i dude i have the biggest heart because it's like when i was a kid i'm in southern california so i went to a lot of catholic things right i went to a lot of christian things and, and community is really awesome and all yeah. all of those faiths all of the people were all trying to do their best yeah. in the best way that they thought and we never again we never know each other's story it's like people that have left whatever church or whatever it is it's like it's still kind of a part of of us because we try to take the good as well yes like even even when i look at you i go oh that guy's still a disciple of christ in my mind i know if i was struggling he would come right away <laughs> can and you help talk me. to my parents yeah, well, yeah i would love to talk to your parents and i'd go i'd say hey your son's great what's he's just he's he's going on a different path that you that you may not have wanted but that's none of yeah. your business i mean yeah. you can only do the best that you can do just let's focus on on your own lawn and it's going to be okay yeah i don't I, see you doing anything nasty no well well for the most part for the most part for the most part we're all working i've had some low moments but i think that well you were talking about the left and the right part of what i see going on is the self-love and the wanting to feel like a part of something and so wherever you're biased like you lean a certain way you and you believe a certain thing like i don't think like say i'm a really hardcore left-wing person and i have the view that you are a racist trump asshole whatever Mm -hmm. conspiracy yeah 
I'm it's most of those people I don't think are mean spirited. They're just like they've identified with this group and they have the sense of community like yeah. I mean I'm into politics. Sure. This is where I what I'm into, this is what I read about, these are the people I talk to, this is my thing. The same way I'm into jujitsu, they're into politics. And they and they that's where they get yeah. this community from. And so the other side, it's like a, you gotta watch out for it. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is the same way I feel about my parents. My parents look at me and think I'm a failure, but I don't actually hold them accountable. I, I'm like, if I was, like you said, if I, I know how their brain thinks because I used to have that same perspective. I'm like, oh, I get it. I would think I'm a failure too if I was in that spot. And I think if the people in politics could understand if you actually really thought the election was completely frauded and that our country was on the verge of being destroyed and taken over by China, right? Say so you're, you're bought into like a yeah, far right yeah. conspiracy uh -huh. theory. The right thing would be to go storm the Capitol. Right. That would be. Now you can, people argue that's true or not, but those people in their mind, they're doing the right thing. And you have to understand, like, you may think that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I wish they wouldn't have done that. A lot of people think that, but. The, the, the weird thing that we've done is we take it a step further and there's no, there's no understanding. And you guys are dumb because you're all a bunch of dumb idiots and you're racist. Mm -hmm. Instead of being like, oh, you got tricked or you got convinced that there was a problem that wasn't there that's actually admirable. Because if there really was a problem, like the country, you need someone willing to go do the crazy thing and protect. Right. So it's like, you, and I, even when I talk, think about my dad, like I, I talk to my siblings, and it's like, you know, dad's loyalty an unwillingness to change like anything like he's just what he believes is actually that's something you want like i think that's a very manly trait like someone who's unwavering mm -hmm. and they're they're like they have backbone they have character the only thing we disagree on is you guys just think he's aligned himself with something that's not great but the fact that when he aligns with something he doesn't break he doesn't he doesn't what's the word that's just a c Compensate. he doesn't compromise compromise okay. he doesn't compromise his character yeah you just don't agree with what he defines as character. Yep. But the fact that he doesn't compromise his character is actually a really admirable trait. I want to be more like that. That part of my dad, I'm like, yes, yeah. I want more of that. And people can't look to the right or the left and see see like the pros and the cons and separate. They just look over there and go, like, you're dumb. You're a socialist snowflake and you want China to take everything. Yeah, or yeah, you're yeah. a Trump. Like, just the extremes. And I get that social media and the, in the financial incentive for social media platforms is to promote contention. A hundred percent. So that's also All a big problem. Long. And, th yes. and that, that's, I, I agree with you 100%. And this kind of goes back to like, I wish we had in social media, it's impossible to truly connect. Like the social media has destroyed connection, which has created far more addiction, you know, yes. and, and seeking a thrill that never gets there. And yeah, I mean, these guys that own this, they love the misery that they're, it's, it's not a coincidence that they have shot up financially. They love COVID. Let's, let's not kid ourselves, right? They, they love that, that everybody is in this situation. They can paint the picture however they want. Like they're, they're trying to help, but I don't know. That's, that's just me. And I can also say I haven't been in a board meeting either. Me neither, but it, it, I can say I love COVID in a sense. It made me a lot of money because things went online. So all these things, all these numbers went up. Right, right. And so and I'm just a regular guy. If I'm Amazon, I may have it I may not have caused COVID. It's not a conspiracy like that, but I'm there's many people in the industry that I've talked to said, Well, let's milk milk the cow while it's here. Yeah. And they and they yes. the thing is they have they have every right to do it however they, yep. they however they want. And and we have to it's that it's that line like teach teach people direct good principles and let them govern themselves, right? The thing is we're we're being slow to if we could be slower to judge each other 
other. And here's a, here's a great example. Somebody, somebody, this was maybe last week. We were talking about an individual that has really struggled with alcoholism. Like he can get unbelievably drunk. He was in a war and he has killed people. Okay. And this individual said, when he was talking to the wife, you know, he says to her, well, I mean, he, it was a good thing. I mean, he killed the bad guy. It's, it's okay. Like that's going to fix it. I then said to this individual, I said, one, you've never killed anybody yourself. Even if you were fighting whatever foe, whatever it is. I think when you get into that space where you, you know, potentially you've killed somebody in the act of war, you know, doing the right thing. You, you brought it up like these people, like the person that flew into the buildings, the 9-11, mm. they, they view you and me as evil. He has been taught that what he is doing is good. He is going, it's yes. good. And so we, I'm just curious if we were born into the same family. I would probably be right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, that's the thing. It's like when, when that, that guy, I'm like, you can't just like say like, well, he did it. They were bad people. Like, according to who are you God? Do you know? You don't, right? If, if we knew everything, I guess, you know, and from a spiritual sense, we would be translated. You know, it's sometimes when people, you know, I'm an LDS person. And so when somebody says, I know with every fiber of my being, right? I'm sure you've heard that. That's a common phrase. It's yeah. a common phrase. I sometimes am going, if that is fully true, you wouldn't be here. You're translated. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, I, I, I do admire that they do have a testimony. And, and, and this is in different religions too, or even in like somebody that, like, if, when I was a quarterback, we, are going to win this game. I guarantee it. Like when Joe Namath said, I guarantee it. Did he a thousand percent know that he was going to win? No, no. So that that's, I, I guess my point is we have to be slower to judge and seek understanding and, and we have to ask questions. But the problem is the reason why social media sucks so bad is nobody has the attention span or the care to connect with somebody. There's so many false relationships. I mean, the pressure, the pressure of social media. I mean, how many of us do, uh, do, do, how many of us have a friend on social media that we want to block or, or not look at, but we're, we're scared that they're going to see that they're going to see yeah. that we've done this. And, and it's just like, Oh man, like right now, like I do music and film and, and it's just like, I, it's hard for me, dude, to, to be having to use that. It's like, you have to use that to push your product. Right. And, and and the pressures of that, that's just the way of life. And this is where we have to truly check ourselves and look at our time management. Cause you are what you eat a lot, right. Or cause consume and we just got to be careful. You are what you mentally eat. I like, for I, sure. I like using that. Uh, I think Rogan actually also was the first person I heard use that analogy. Social media is like mental junk food. Uh, for sure. A conversation like this would be meat and potatoes. It's Us Weekly yeah. National Enquirer on steroids with, <laughs> with a, a dose of a little bit of evil. Maybe. It's, and good too, right? I, I mean, it's, I, it's I, that, uh, it's the, that's the Adderall in, in the, uh, yeah. in the energy. This drink. feels great. <laughs> and then sleeping. So I, yeah. I got, wow, we went off on a tangent. I got addicted to energy drinks drinks whilst doing door to door and that, that's how i also so i met you first doing halo um i was impressed with your whole family's your brothers the crew of brothers halo skill and then obviously i saw you we talked about this last time we hung out i saw you play that rated hero show in that warehouse which yeah. was off the chain yeah, that, was, that, that was actually so one fun. of the I, I started playing drums i started playing drums in eighth grade you're older than me so how old were you when you played that show it's probably 22 or 23 you were back from a mission 
Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought you guys stopped being a band because you went on a mission. No, it was, it was after. The was band after. The band was like, I mean, I probably could have signed with anybody that I wanted to. That's, I mean, that's a story for another. Yeah. But I'm trying. So I would have been 18 or 17. Yeah. I had already been playing drums, but I just remember that uh, the U's had done their thing. But I also remember just Maybe knowing. I was 21. 21? Because it's before Danny went on his mission. That's probably what I'm yeah, referring to. Yeah, I was 21. Yeah. yeah. I remember that the use had happened, I think, around that time, too, and mm-hmm. someone had broke out. But I also remember, like, oh, those guys could make it. Like, that show was just... I had been to a bunch of shows. I'd been playing in bands, and I was starting to get an idea mm-hmm. of what it might take to actually go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I just remember thinking, like, if all their shows are like that, that band's going to go somewhere, because yeah. that was chaos. No, thank you. Yeah. It, 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 we, we were in that... That's what was... Ha- it was kind of like... The running yeah. yeah we we i mean i was in long story short i was out in manhattan meeting with some big wigs eating some expensive meals that weren't really that good <laughs> i'm like i would dude i could get like 40 taco supremes with this yeah and have you know like taco supreme you get to throw on sour cream dude it's great but i i felt like i was supposed to pull the plug and my band was not happy with me but it was just i felt that feeling that it wasn't supposed to be and 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 anyway so yeah i, I appreciate that that was a great show holy cow i i I can't wait to start playing shows again once COVID's what, gone. What changed? Now you're back. Now you're doing the music. Well, I mean, we've kind of talked about spiritual things. I just got this very strong impression. My brother, Scott, I asked if I could have my brother come with me, too. And I got just got this feeling I was supposed to be done. And it was too obvious for me to challenge that feeling. Hmm. I'm going to lean more towards it was from the spiritual side. It wasn't because everything was going great, right? And my band was so thrown thrown off. I was too, but it was too plain as day for me to challenge it, like I said. And, and I think that I was supposed to do other things. And I ended up going into door-to-door and, and investing and all this kind of stuff to, I think, create a financial situation to be able to uh, call my own shots um, and not have to sell your soul all along the way. Yes. Yeah. And I, I also think like I could have been protected from something. I don't know. I feel like I was starting to get a little, uh, you know, like when you know you're headed towards, yeah, that, I've had, that's, that's where I, yeah. I was getting those. I wasn't fully there, but every now and again, there would be like a glitch in the system where I'm like, I want that, and I'm gonna get it. It might have been some self awareness too, or yeah, something letting you know you're not ready for this success. No, I I've actually thought yep. if I have my freedom and success I had now at 22, I would self destruct. Oh, you could, I could I be would have dead, and you could have been dead. Yeah. And, and it's like we are exactly where we're supposed to be. You know, even if we've failed a million times, I just find when somebody's failed so many times, and they they try to connect with the higher power, whatever that is, and they have a humble approach, I think you're meant to do some amazing things in, in life, especially now, because there's a lot of people that are struggling from all walks of life, and we just need connection and love and, and, and less judgment, dude. Jeez. Do you uh, get into any video game soundtracks? Do you follow music at all? Do you get inspired by any video game music or even movie music? For I, lo- I love all. I love all music. The thing that's so funny is I genuinely love hard rock. But my number one listen to this day is Enya. It's so funny. Like, <laughs> everybody, you know, like when on Spotify, they, say oh, bro, all day long. Yeah, when Spotify gives you like who you listen to the most. The I mean, Enya was like the top. It wow. was Enya and then Hum. I don't know if you remember the band Hum. And uh, That actually, sounds really familiar. Yeah, she's out back counting stars. 
Stars. I covered that song. I, I, I got to show you that. It's, it's a fun one. But yeah, Enya's my number one. That's my girl. She's beautiful. Her voice is life changing. <laughs> but yeah, I love soundtrack type stuff too. I love to like, I, like if you look on my phone, there's like the study track, you know, if I'm studying real estate or the scriptures or whatever it is, there's kind of like, it makes it like everything epic. Hmm. Like I love Lord of the Rings and, and stuff like that. Hans Zimmer's great, you know, and kind of like really just flying with stuff like that. It's very beautiful. What? So was there a moment where you thought, okay, it's time to go back to music, like whatever that, yeah. that feeling's gone. I think, you know, we, I don't know how much you've talked about door to door in the past, but I had built, I was a vice president at Pinnacle and I didn't know you were that. I mean, I knew you yeah, were up was, there. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was pretty high up there. And then right as I was at a point where it's like, this is, I'm really big time. Then Todd Peterson bought all my guys. And it was crippling, dude. I felt so betrayed and by, by certain individuals and it was very hard. There was a lot of tears and all that kind of stuff. And uh, to be honest, I mean, that's, that's a G rated version of it. But <laughs> my wife said to me during a very dark moment, you know, Todd Peterson is a wonderful man. Like he actually warned me. He's the owner of Vivint, you know, pretty much a billionaire. He tried getting, I had numerous meetings with him and he kind of told me what was going to happen. And, and I ended up choosing to not go to Vivint. And, uh, my wife said, Trey, I think Todd did you a favor. You separated you. You have a chance to do she something says, different. She says, this is yeah. not what you were meant to do. Mm. And I never, I mean, I loved so many aspects of, uh, of the door-to-door world, the camaraderie, helping people become something or financially free. A lot of amazing talks and met amazing people and and we got to be in the highs and lows together i mean it's just a, a beautiful experience yeah the brother all my best friends to this day i met selling yeah yeah and you get to see people like who who you go to the trenches with yeah. right because it's like it can be a crippling job right <laughs> isn't it so wild like it, it's the one thing i've thought about going and doing again just to be like i came back and i because what it's one of the only things that crushed me yeah i could go out and i could like it's sell in, i remember puck one day was like dude i'll fly your life out just go sell four and i sold four by two and i could do that every once in a while but then i would <laughs> sit in and speaking of adderall i would sometimes because i sell those guys would like take an adderall that will help motivate you and i would take an adderall and i would be like sitting in the apartment miserable for eight hours but even though i was jacked up on adderall i yeah. couldn't get out the door Wow. Something about selling just isn't it amazing? Crushed me, crushed it's, me. It's it. It will bring some people to their knees, right? Oh, yes. Just like, <laughs> and that's happened to me numerous times. And so when she said, "Hey, this is what you're meant to do. You were not meant to do," and and I'm grateful that I made choices to learn. I read that book, Rich Dad Poor Dad, and uh, the door to door world made sense. I wanted to get out as fast as I could by busting my butt mm. and buying uh, real estate to create financial freedom, you know, get some cash flow and all that kind of stuff. And it's not rocket science. I mean, I got like a, in the teens on my ACT and I sucked in school, but I, I, I love knowledge and gaining it and, uh, things made sense. And so when that happened, it was kind of like, I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. And that's going to be acting in film. And I'm always going to be a business guy and do investments and, and invest. And, and that's great. And I'm going to focus on doing um, the entertainment world. And I would, it's not so much about the money for me. It's about, I would love to just connect with people and, and, you know, kind of, and talk about the stuff we're talking about right now. Like this is my dream, what we're doing right 
now and just um, talking to all walks of life and just say, hey, we're all trying our best, man. Let's 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 work together. This life is good and it's hard. I believe in a loving Heavenly Father, and, 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 and if you believe in whatever you do, I love you just the same, and this is wonderful, and, and bring light, and do cool content that's inspiring, because like, I, sometimes I listen to music nowadays, I'm like, what is going on? on wop yeah positions I'm, I'm just like sometimes i'm like am i just an old man out of touch or is music actually getting worse it's getting worse period i mean i'll put it on the record it's just like you're looking at some of these these artists and it's taking nine to ten people to write a song that's like i mean I'm, i don't have the greatest music in the world but i'm going this is what you came up with with 10 professional minds and you guys put together 48 beats and picked 12 and it, it, this is what came out at the end of this whole process yeah, yeah. and i i, I I think you could ask my wife right now and other people that are around me a lot. The youth are on my mind all the time. And I... I get concerned sometimes because music and film are such powerful tools. And I, I, again, I'm not on any pedestal. I'm so imperfect in so many different ways. And I find myself getting affected by certain things that I see and I hear. If if you don't think that a, a, a song or a film can alter your mood, you're crazy. Crazy. You're crazy. Yep. And so it's like, look, I, I get talking about the grind, but it's like when I hear certain rap music, I'm going, this doesn't help a community. Okay. This, this is, this song is not helping a young man or woman be great. There's rock tunes that are like that. Not helping. This is not helping. Like this is, this is helping disconnection. Like we're celebrating depression and all this kind of stuff. And this is helping to cause suicides. This is, this is real stuff, but nobody wants to talk about, especially people at the top that are making money off of Mm. this. And, and so if I could help to slow that process down or, or shut it down, I'm, I'm all in. And if that means like to go along with your dad, I, I love that too. I'm trying to get there too. It's like if I'm standing alone and nobody else agrees with me, but my heart knows that this is what is right, it's to the death. Yes. Right. And, and that is, that is a respect, respectable thing to have. That's kind of where. I am. And I can't, I can't judge people. I'm not saying I'm better. This is just where my heart and my mind is personally. What's the, I'm trying to think, what is the, the phase one is to put out your content, right? Yeah. Get your content out. And then would it be like, okay, now as acting in music, I'm, I've established it this far. I'm going to expand. And is the plan would be to just create as much content that you feel is a counterbalance to the content that is out there. So are you, I guess what I'm trying to ask is, are you thinking of going beyond Trey Warner and doing, managing more content, other artists, other creatives? Yeah, yeah. I am meant to help out all. And, and I think people, people are doing the same thing for me. It's, it's a wonderful experience and, and I'm so grateful for some of the people I've talked to. And again, a lot of the people that I that that I've that I'm thinking about, we have such differing different views politically, spiritually. There is some headbutting that goes on, but at the end of the day, we can agree to disagree, still give each other a hug, and say, "You're my man, mm-hmm. you're my gal." You know, we are in this together, and it doesn't turn into "You're evil" or yeah. "I'm evil" or "You're stupid." It's it's not like that. It's it's life. It's if if life was one color, it'd be stupid. We need to have all kinds of colors of the rainbow, right? Because in the end, when we think about it, we all have shit our pants. (laughs) Yep. Right? We all have cried for someone to help us. 
mom, dad, whatever it is, we, we, we all had a moment where we were proud to show something to mom or whatever when we're children, but something along the way killed that. And we then hide. Then we don't want to be vulnerable. Then we don't want to. And, and it's, it's really silly to think about, but it is so true. We have all crapped our pants. Yeah. You know, and even as an adult, I have. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's I'm cool, man. Think, I was just trying to think, when's, the, when's the most recent? <laughs> I definitely did it as a kid. Uh, I'm trying to think the most I recent. I did it on my mission. I'm like, oh, the Lord's going to bless me. And, and, I, <laughs> and I, I, I went and, and we were like, here we go. And then I'm like, oh, oh no. I'm like, oh, it's just a fart. That's that's the nope. famous last words. No, nope. my dad did that nope. one time. We was nope. we were kids. He's like, kids, you want to hear the biggest fart ever? <laughs> and we were at a car dealership, and he goes to rip it, and his eyes go wide. It's like I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah, it's, we've all done it. He oh, was yeah. a grown man. I mean, I was like seven or eight. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, life life is good, and so for it's it's I I would just love to build something with with my friends, dude. Just just content that you know that's just fun, and we're lifting each other up. We're crying together. We're high fiving together. We're headbutting each other together. That's that's fun to me. What that's- would you make? Let's say Bill Gates came to you and said, "Here's hundred million dollars in a video game studio. You're in charge of making a cool video game. What would you make?" Dude, you want to know? Somebody hit me up one time about COVID. Has been a bummer, dude. It's been for a lot of people, and and I'm blessed to have made you know some profit in the situation, but. Unfortunately, a lot of people were not educated to do possibly what you've done or what I've done. So that 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 does break my heart. I love Westerns, dude. Somebody hit me up and said, you're Arthur Morgan. I'm going from Red Dead. I said, who's that? He's like, you're literally Arthur Morgan. And so I looked it up and I was just like, this guy is the raddest guy in the world. Please, <laughs> God, let me play this guy. Right. Oh, they might make a Red Dead movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe somebody that's listening, like I, I would, I would love, like I'm as far as brain types, there's not a lot of my type in Hollywood, but when they are, they do know how to put butts in seats. Who's uh, who would you say is the most successful brain type similar to yours that I would recognize? Uh, as far as actors are concerned, uh, John, Wayne, Clint Eastwood, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, uh, Burt Reynolds. Those are kind of the what John, Ryan Johnny Reynolds? Cash. He's you. He's me. Yeah, I would have thought he's more like you. He speaks too quickly. Huh. He's very. He's very. He, he, he's really witty. Very. Fast. He's yeah. very. Very. And and I'm and I'm actually the thing is like there there are hybrids as well. Like because I have ADD, ADHD, like at a high level, it kind of like puts me into the conceptual space. Um, and also having an upbringing with how my parents are. They're they're both front left brain. So like that's the speech center of the brain. So it kind of. I I was raised by a true animate feeler. My brother Scott is an animate feeler that's left brain that is also has ADD. So it's just like the the Warner group they're all hybrids. It's it's really interesting, but they definitely are you know kind of what their 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 type is. But um yeah. I Arthur, so you'd make a western. I would love to make a western. Yeah. I, I I but I'll dude, you want to know what my dream would be? Somebody called me up and said, uh, we'd like you to play uh, Indiana Jones." My oldest daughter's name is Indy. There you go. Have you heard of a series called Uncharted? Mm-mm. It's like <laughs> Western Family Indiana Jones for video games. Like really? it, it, it's like they didn't license Indiana Jones, but they just remixed the formula, made a new character uh, called Nathan Drake, who mm-hmm. I think 
maybe if you like, you looked up Arthur Morgan, you'd watch some cut scenes of Uncharted movies and yeah. watch Nathan Drake. I think you'd be like, he's dark hair, but That's maybe, cool. I mean, I, I kind of thought you and Ryan Reynolds were closer because I've always, there, used, there are some similarities yeah. for sure. That's the thing. There's like everybody's persona is, is, is different. Like Ryan Reynolds, there, there are some similarities. Cause I view you as witty and like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know near as much about as the brain types. I'm, I'm just a little surprised that like, oh, I thought he would have been, huh? Yeah. There, there's a lot of 13s that have a five persona, which is, which is, uh, my type. They, they yeah. kind of go into the physical world. And there's a lot of 13s that go opposite of the physical part of the world. They're just very, they're just mentally just like brainiacs or they, they live more in their, their head space than their body space. So there, there is a film that I'm working on right now that has to do with like music and it's going to go into dark spaces too. Um, there's also going to be a ton of laughter, but it's, it's, it's essentially about finding self love and it's going to rock. And, and I'm writing that right now with, uh, Jeremy Warner. And so it's going to be, is, I know that name. He's mustache? He had the mustache. Yeah. 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 Yep, yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. And, uh, yeah, he's a very good friend and that we're making sure that it's right. Um, and I hope that that one pans out because I think that that message will be very strong and, and it will be kind of, it'll be connected to some of my own because I, I was addicted to painkillers, you know, and we'll be going into that space of, of addiction and, and trying to figure out stuff. And, and I, I've made very poor choices in, in my life. And, um, those are just opportunities to learn. You know, be humble. What are the, how does one, I know nothing about the film world. I know a little bit about like how a musician might, especially on the internet, make it outside of the traditional gatekeepers and the record labels. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what the path looks like that for, I know you're working in Alien Country, which is a kid Boston. We both know. I've known yeah, yeah. him. Uh -huh. they're, they're trying to do it outside of the traditional path. How, like this one you're writing with Jeremy Warner, like, how does someone like you make that happen without basically or is it the only way to do it to pitch it to a studio and a studio to no you it? don't need a studio and and boss and rennie are great examples of that you can if you got a great script you don't need hollywood nowadays you don't need a record record label nowadays and you can stand to to make more of a profit there now if you're going to shoot it you're going to have to have money right so, money. so yeah, yeah you'll have to risk that that money but if for me if if the film is great and you have grit and you're you've got relentless work ethic and you're not afraid to go talk to people you will find a buyer mm. it's just most artists and, and it's not just artists most people just choose to not do that it's kind of like door to door you couldn't get yourself out but it's really interesting a buddy of mine that is an artist spencer he he was he couldn't get himself out the door to go that get that to go out and sell for the first time but luckily he went out and then he sold three and he's so glad he got out that that door but it's kind of like i played i was on the varsity i was a quarterback this is so such bro talk but not really i'm not gonna lie i was scared to death with these the body can can change a lot from a freshman to a senior <laughs> yeah and so i'm How like i'm, I'm six yeah. three like not even 160 pounds and i'm a quarterback you're not 160 you look thicker well this is this is a oh, freshman okay. in high school okay and i'm on the varsity team and everybody just wants to kill the quarterback. The quarterback, especially the freshman that's on varsity and, and even my sophomore. It's just like, I, I'm not, I would be a liar if I didn't tell you I was scared, you know, getting hit. My dad just said, like, go find the biggest dude and get hit. Get it over with. Get it over with. And, yeah. and, and it 
it's the same thing in, in life. Like, go get hit. All we have to do is get up as many times as we fall. And if we're not falling, dude, we're, we're, that's quite the boring life. I used to tell kids when I taught snowboarding, they would, hey, I went down the whole hill without falling. I'd be like, that's good, but you didn't try hard enough. You're not getting better if you're not yeah, falling. Yeah. 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 Especially if they're getting getting started. I mean, at, at some point, I mean, you could be that good where you're doing amazing, you don't fall. But if you're going out the gates, it's like, dude, we're supposed to fall yeah. a lot. And for some reason, we've been taught, don't look stupid. Go look stupid, please. You'll find life is so much better. <laughs> Have you ever tried stand-up? Uh, I've never done stand-up before. Because that seems uh, like one of the ultimate fears. Like go up and bomb. Like you want to just go through a horrible experience and get that get hit. I thought I thought of doing it just like I'm going to go up. I've never done it. I'm going to bomb just to have that humbling, like uncomfortable. Yeah. Just go it's do it. It's not that bad. I mean, yeah. when you when you when you remove the emotion out of it, which is not easy. I get it. It's like it just if you talk, you're like, I'm going to go up on a stage. I'm going to say stuff that I think is funny, and that's enough. Do you if ever- it doesn't land, then. That's okay. Do you have moments where, like, you've put a song out or you've put a video out? Because you do a lot of music videos, right? And you're usually starring in them. They're comedic. I have this sometimes where I'll put a video up or a podcast out, and I'll be really confident. And then I'll get in headspace, a temporary headspace where I worry about, like, man, I sounded really dumb. Or I looked Mm -hmm. dumb. Or that, why did I put that video out? I thought it was funny at the time, but that's actually really stupid. How often does that happen? And how do you, do you have any systems or methods to minimize how long you stay in those headspaces. Yeah, it I can't tell you that I have aced that. I've come a long way in that in that space. Like my music putting it out like I I'm submitting it and I'm rejected All I the think time. 98% <laughs> yeah. 99% of the time and some of the things that people write back it's like wow. <laughs> That was... What's the worst thing you've heard? No. Oh, bro, I've heard. Well, if you go, like, look at my... This last... If you go to True Earth, which is a great commercial. It's only been out for a few days. I think it's got, like, 5.5 million uh, Mm. views. Uh, People say wonderful things, and then they say awful things. I'm like the offspring of Will Ferrell and some other ugly guy, according (laughs) to the world, right? And then sometimes I'm I'm also told I I look like a a supermodel. And so uh, there there was one, I don't know if you ever saw that homie commercial, but the owner called me up and he said, Trey, you got to see these comments. I mean, people are loving you. I'm going, rad, rad. I pull it up. You see different comments. The first comment I see, do you want to know what it said? Yes, I do. It said, if Ron Perlman and Will Ferrell could have a retarded baby boy, (laughs) this is it. Ron Perlman and Will Ferrell. Ron Perlman, everybody pull your phones out. That's, I'm not them. I'm the retarded. And and the thing is, offspring, offspring of, of that's, this is it. And, and so I had developed far more that might've bothered me. I don't know, 15, 10, 10 years ago, that would have been hard. I'm going, well, if this guy did this, then I'm going to be coined as the, the, the retarded offspring of Ron. Nobody's going to want, it's like, I, I honestly, I laughed so hard and I wrote back, I said, thank you. This was the best thing I've seen in a long time. And and I said, you just really lean into that. And I kind of like respected the fact that there was no political correctness. Hmm. And and I think we've gotten so sensitive with, with things. I know he's not saying retard in a way that, that some might think. It's yes. Like, you know, and I, and I do think people need to be very careful with certain words. It's just sometimes I, I think people take things like, like that true earth, uh, look at it. It's T-R-U, earth. Just type that in Facebook. You'll see it. The, the line that I start off with is hello, ladies. 
And, and it does, it has Someone to do with detergent. Numerous. Wow. But they didn't even watch the whole video saying that laundry is not just for women. Like it's, it's for men. And it kind of makes fun of that. And which I love the message. And I'm going, did you even take the time to watch that? It's, we're on the same side. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. with you. And it's like, really, are we to that place where we say, if I say hello, ladies, or what if I said hello, gentlemen, somebody else is going to say something. Mm. Wait, are you saying women can't do laundry now? <laughs> is men supposed to do everything? You know, it's like, oh my gosh, just, you took the time to write that? Like, is that what you have with your time? So you're, you're kind of saying after you've dealt with all this, you just don't even worry about it anymore. I can't. Yeah. I can't. And, and, and the thing is, again, it's like resentment is a, is, is it, is, is pretty much the beginning. Resentment and fear is the beginning of, of, of our demise, you know, and it's just not worth it. I don't know what situation they're in. I don't know what their motivation is. And, and, you know, it's like, I look at the, for me, what has worked, there's a couple things that I personally do that, that work. Two relationships matter most for me, my relationship with my father in heaven and the one with myself. If I'm good there, I really don't need anything Everything else. Everything falls when, in place. When I was, yeah, because yeah, a lot of people, when I ask, what's, what's the number one relationship? A lot of times, my wife. Mm -hmm. I hope that's not the case. You are more important than than her if you you got to take care of yourself it's it's the whole concept of putting oxygen on your 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 face first before, you help your kid. Yeah, before yeah. you're helping because you're going to suffocate and die like you got to take care of yourself that's that's a really big deal there was something I was going to say that I forgot but maybe it'll it'll pop in there it was really brilliant I'll it tell was you what. sure it was it'll come back yeah. the, the gods will give it back to you so for your let's talk about some of your upcoming releases I know we wanted to talk about that and actually I have a request though to bring it back to video games you don't have to do this but you talked about sitting in the tank popping Mountain Dew oh yeah I, you should write a song about like your maybe it's that or the most fun night you had gaming or something it doesn't have to be blatant like, I'm gonna good do times, that. fast times. I'm gonna do that. Do that. Like good. I'm gonna shake on it. So we're okay. shaking. Like, shake it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about. I'll promo the, talk the shit out of it. Yeah, I think that because it's like I, I'm. I'm writing some tunes, and it's like it's always nice to have a subject. Yeah. So if it is it about gaming, it's kind of fun where you're able to. I love writing songs to where people can can put it in their own, own whatever it is. Yeah. And then it's always, I always loved what you know, like when you're listening behind the scenes, you're like what the song actually means. And it's totally different than the it way has you, nothing to yeah. do with what you thought it was, but you were able to kind of have it in your own way. I, I, I like to try and do that. Mm. Um, if I can, um, but it, I think that sounds fun. Yeah. If you Thank can you. capture the magic of, I think about for me, I had a group of friends, my first friend that get, got an apartment, uh, we were all like 18 and he and another friend got an apartment. Someone's mom co-signed, got them in an apartment. So it was the first place where like this group could go hang out with no, like our own place. And it turned into the halo den constant. And it's, so it's less the games and more like that time of life being young. The first time, like freedom and just all your time was spent with the bros and just crazy times. Yeah. And, yeah, like, see if you could tap into that energy. And, and for me, gaming would be – Halo Nights would be an example of that. It could also be, I don't know, even summer sales. Like some of the crazy things we got up to outside of selling just to try to pass time and wherever we were stationed. Like there's Here's some – Oh, go ahead. 
but yeah, there's some, there's, there's a some energy I, there. There's a question I have for you. Have you ever thrown a controller and it's exploded? I busted my TV two Christmases ago, having a rage quit over God of War. <laughs> a TV that I, the TV that I had bought on Black Friday, like four days earlier, and I shattered it. I will never forget my, one of my friends, uh, there, there were a bunch of brothers and he took one of the hand, the, uh, whatever, or the console, what it was it called? The, what the, system was he playing? Do you know? Could have been a Sega, dude. This is this is a while oh, ago. Oh, like a black Genesis yeah, controller. Yeah, it's a gen. I think it's the, the the controller. Yeah. And his brother got up, and this is back in the day when if you hit the thing, it just stopped the game. His brother was super. Far- I'm trying to think of what game he was. It was like Alter Beast or something like That's that. That's a classic. Sega I love that game. Yeah, dude. love that game. I love Contra. Uh, that was great. I, I always had a dream of being the blonde out of Contra. <laughs> Up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select, start. But he hit it, and and he took that controller and slung it like David, throwing it at Goliath. Like a sling, yeah. And it hit him on the head, and the thing exploded. He splits his head open, had to get, like, had to get uh, the staples. I mean, it was it was a scene, man. You know, games are life. Did games get a? <laughs> did they get their game taken away? Mom uh, come no, in and be like, "Oh no, hell no!" No, it's just like this is this is what the boys do, and this is what they do. Yeah, there's some good rage quit. Great, I had it. Yeah, that's the only rage quit I had is breaking my TV like two couple of days after I had. I never hit anyone over the head. That's pretty next level. That was next level. I was yeah. like, yeah, could have done something else outside of that. But uh, yeah. So you want to hear you want to hear like some music? Yeah, let's do some tunes. Um, I'll definitely do one in the uh, intro, but whatever one's coming out next, like the soonest release, she'll we let's can do talk she'll about break. That one. Let's do that yeah, one. Let's do that. Yeah, one. let's. This is here we go. Pretty sure that's the song that I initially told you last time. The opening riff sounds like Silverstein pickups to me. Obviously, or Silver. What's her name? Silver, Silver Spoon. Silverstein. It's, a, it's Silver, is, Sun? Silver, Silver Sun. Silver Sun. Silver. Silver. <laughs> we were both on. Yeah, Silver. Steen. There's a band Silver like Silver Spoon. And then so, yeah. yeah, Silver Sun pickups. They have the girl singer. There's Obviously, a band called Spoon too. So I guess we're yeah. trying. We're trying our best. There's Silver Sun fans out there. You assholes. Yeah, yeah. They're nothing like Silver Sun. Pickups. It's like like Black Sabbath Sun pickups. 
Yeah, it reminded me of Silver Sun pickups, and I'm not super familiar with them. They have one radio single that's their biggest song. That opening riff, the way the guitar, like the riff just reminded me of Silver Sun pickups. Obviously, your vocals. That was my first impression. We were talking about like, okay, you like music because can people put their own context in it? And then you can find out behind the scenes. Yeah. I had my hearing's kind of bad, so I didn't follow all the, I could understand the chorus perfectly. Mm -hmm. The lit, the verse, I had a hard time catching all the words, but the gist that I got was made a bunch of mistakes and the girl, wife, I'm assuming, or girlfriend is on the verge of breaking. Like, I'm done with this unless you, unless you solve it or fix the problem or change or something. Like, you've pushed her to the breaking point or you, or you're worried. I've messed up so bad and she's going to leave me. Or she's gonna break. So you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you could, I know you have bad hearing. So it was that, like I heard the fix, like the word fix and yeah, mistake. She, tr- she tries to convince herself, or like I, I am trying to help. It's pretty much the journey of a girl that is trying, that is chasing fame, mm. and it's not really getting there. But then she's spending so much time on social media, comparing herself to empty shells. Samsonite. I was way off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I mean, but you were right that she's close to breaking, you know? Well, that part I can understand. Yeah, Yeah, so that's, that is, uh, that she'll break. That Uh, reminds me of, you know, a song, you also remind me of Jimmy World. I did not. Great compliment. Great compliment. I'm also one of my favorite bands. And the song, um, it just takes some time. In the middle. middle. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I don't, I wasn't really into lyrics. I never thought really i know the words just my mind i don't pay attention to lyrics that's also a problem i have with i'm I'm not a lyric guy i'm the same dude i'm I'm more music and like yeah i had to like think listen to the lyrics because we're going to talk about what it's about otherwise i wouldn't even pay attention right but when i found out that that song was about a girl who wrote him a letter I guess the the lore that I read on the internet was it was like he wrote the song to a girl a fan who wrote a letter that was saying like I don't fit in and I'm having troubles and I'm sad mm-hmm. and he's basically saying like all this doesn't matter and it's like his advice to a fan yeah, and yeah. then when I re-listened to it knowing what it was about the lyrics I got really emotional because I yeah. imagined this is what I would say to my own daughter mm-hmm. if she came to me with these same questions and then the song so it was one of those moments where I thought I should actually I see why people care about lyrics because the emotional rest resonance i had out of the song once i knew what it was about you know what song? sorry go ahead go, that was yeah so maybe it was a good lesson like i need to pay attention I, to the I'm gonna, more. I think on this next one someday i'm gonna give you the lyrics and then i'll let you okay. kind of decide on what what okay. this is because i think it's kind of uh so here's uh someday And after losing my skin, I learned to stand with my brothers.
So what do you think there, Kate? I, uh, huh, bud? The doctor huh? has uh, made a diagnosis. Okay, I'd like to hear that. And yeah. uh, there's uh, two possibilities of what we could be dealing with here. One would be you are singing to one of your children advice like you're going to die. And this is my, if I were to be, or like you're projecting when you die, this is what you're going to say to your kid. Or some, like someone is saying this to you. You are, yeah. Yeah. One of those two. Who would that be? I don't know. Cause you have this, my daughter. Well, I didn't hear this in the song. Yeah. There's some, there, there might be, I always, so when I write, I'll have a bunch of just random. Oh. And then the actual song, sorry. The actual song, you probably couldn't hear, but I, I will free write, and which gives me lyrics and ideas, uh, and then I will formulate what's okay. actually being... Because I didn't hear this line, I'm face-to-face with my daughter in the song, but yeah. that, I read it, and I was like, oh, so he's, I already thought you were singing to one yeah. of your kids. He well, must you're, be- you're pretty dang... I mean, you're right. Um, I can tell you exactly what... It's, it's my grandpa... Oh, yeah. I thought so, maybe your dad. Not yeah, your I mean, it's, 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 I should say it would be even my dad. It's my grandpa. It's inspired by my grandpa, who is one of my best friends in the whole wide world. And he passed away and there was some like really amazing experiences. And, you know, with a guy that's was so talented as he was and such a hard worker, it's, it's, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of where it came from. Mm. But I'd like the one of the the lyrics. What is it that that I really like a lot? I'm like looking to see my. It, it's it's like take a few to the chin. Yeah, you know, find your light in the shadows. Like turn your back to the world, meaning kind of going along with the turn your back to the world means sometimes the world might do things. It, just because the whole world is doing that doesn't mean that it's right or wrong it's like what is it for for you like go get your butt kicked like take a few to the chin like that's what you're supposed to do like it's not how hard you can hit it's about how hard you can get hit (laughs) that's a pretty good impression yeah yeah so uh, that's kind of what it's about you know someday i'll be gone someday you'll you will follow i know you'll be strong and like my love will never fall and uh yeah that's it I'm impressed. I I started uh, writing lyrics. I do. I don't sing, but I for like a what's the word? Just for skills, I'll arrange songs all in like terrible MIDI, like stock MIDI. No, mm-hmm. I get, I, no cool sounds. I'll just try to arrange, like follow. I want to make a perfect pop song, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, pre, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna work on that, and then I'll even like write a melody line and write lyrics just as a songwriting. I can't sing worth shit, so I would never do it. But I do like the process, and I have written a song to my. That's probably why I was jumped to the conclusion you were talking to your daughter. Well, that's that. I, that's kind of the same thing that so, I would yeah. pass along too. Yeah, yeah, because I have a song similar where where i was think that that was inspiration like okay if i was about to die what would i tell my kid that's a powerful i mean as i get older anything to do with kids and parent relationship if you want to make me cry speaking of what we were talking about earlier i had a i had never cried i get more i get better at being emotional the older i get yeah kids have that's really wonderful. helped yeah kids have really helped that they're they're a gift man yeah that you 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 look at things differently right and that's pretty awesome. And it's not immediate. Like I thought, like, oh, I'm going to have a new kid. Everyone talks about how it... And I have that same thing. Like, is something wrong with me? Because I feel the same. Like, I got a kid now, but I well, feel the I same. Ca- I call it larva stage. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Larva stage when they're just like, it's 
it's hard for me. Like when, when friends, close friends or my siblings, they have a newborn baby, like Trey, you want to hold it? Like, nah, when it could nah. shoot a gun and play back with me. Yeah. yeah. It's like, but, but, but they've known like when uncle Trey's coming to, like when they're old, it's I'm all in, but baby like larva stage, not into it. <laughs> I, I just don't, I care. It's just, there's other things I'd rather be doing yeah. than holding a baby. That's just, you know, and you're and not an evil. Look, it's person. smiling I'm like, no, it's, it's farting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I think, especially new newborns, my wife will be like, look at so-and-so's newborn. They're so cute. I'm like, I don't think they're cute for like the first two months, three months. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's cool. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just not into it, but, uh, this, the next song. Oh yeah. So that, the first one, She'll Break comes out first. Y- yeah. That I mean, this out? is kind of out of, this is coming out. Well, I don't know when you're releasing this, but it's coming out, the, uh, tomorrow. Oh, or so- no, tonight. Okay, I'm like a two week turnaround, so that's this will okay. Be out. Yeah, hey, yeah. This is exciting, you know. Uh, sh- the one we just listened someday. Uh, I don't know when that's going to come out. It's, so the EP, like nowadays, you got to release like I think I'm going to do like one every week, you know. And yeah, so the next one is called "Rest of My Life," and I think you and I will both relate to this song. Let's do it. All right, Rest you got the lyrics ready? Yeah, dude. Okay. This one, this diagnosis is much more vague. Like, I don't have any... Mm. So the... I got a little hint, because I don't think you say him. You say, I'm less than them. Yep, but on here, you have correct. a parenthesis, him. It's them. It's both. It's whatever you want it to be. Well, I thought, was that a clue? Is he like... And then it says, perdition me, which perdition, I think of like son of perdition. So it's like, send me to the... To the dark place, suffering, wailing, and gnashing of teeth for the rest of my life. (laughs) Petition me. That's like, it makes me feel like you want to to pay for something, like atone for something. But the the verses are actually like, I think you nailed it in the sense of, I get ideas, but it's vague enough. Like, I don't really know what you're saying. Crossed out, self-doubt, looking up, passed down. Like, you're in like a negative headspace. Do I cross your mind? Do I make you feign your best face? So it's like, are you into me? Like, is this chick, is it a girl? Is she into you? Well, that's fine. Expectations with implications. 
What am I? Are you having a DTR with someone? It, it, it's it's all of the above. It's not being enough for somebody that you love. Okay. And and it could be a spouse. It could be a parent. It could be a friend. I mean, it's just uh, you're just trying to figure yourself out. Like, will I ever be good enough? And it's like you're kind of giving in to just even though I don't support being perditioned, it's just kind of like it's was one of those spaces for me where I'm like, I was kind of feeling that a little bit and just kind of just vomiting out like some pain right there where it's mm. like trying to feel like I am enough, even, even for, you know, God sometimes where it's like, am I doing enough? And I feel yeah. like I'm sucking, which if we're trying, we're not. You know, so that's kind of what it is more, more or less about like just experiencing the, the feeling of like not ever feeling like you're enough. That battle that is a very real thing. I think that we all have everybody. felt at I some think point everybody, in our life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And if you haven't, then I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> if you okay. haven't, maybe you got uh, yeah. blessed with some sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. default wiring that's superior. Yep. yep. We could do we could do a couple more. Um, I'll show. Here's a. Let's do. Um, do you want like a rock one or do you yes. want a, a chill one? We'll do both. We'll do two more. One heavy, one chill. Okay. Well, um, let's see. Let's. Do you want to do the rock one first or the, the slow yes. one? Yes. Do the rock one okay. first. All right. And then we can chill out for the finale. We'll do. Well, actually, uh, no, chill one. We gotta have a rock for okay, the finale. Let's do, okay, just just you and me. How about that? Let's do it. So I mentioned this when we were listening to it. Might be my favorite so far of the new batch. Reminded me a little bit of Incubus, the the I guess dissonant melody, and you you sang like you were lower on the scale, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you weren't yeah. singing as high. I thought your voice sounded better. It might be because it's easier for me to hear. All right. I initially thought love. I want that cinematic cinematic love, and I know you were like into uh, film. I'm like, oh, is this him coming to terms with like he wants. The part of the fame, like the attention, the recognition, 
of being in cinema because cinematic love. But then I'm like, no, played in my mind so many times. No patience. That could have fit. Like, I haven't made it yet. I want to make it more. But then you start talking about a person calm, bask in your silence. Am I hazy now? Are you the one? So then I thought, like, are you looking for the Hollywood love? Trying to figure out, like, is this the girl? I'm not feeling like the media version. Where's all the candlelight, all the passion and the burning? Like, I, why am I not have? Maybe you're asking, why am I not experiencing like the Hollywood version of love? Is that even real? Mm-hmm. Then it said, calm, coming down from the Hollywood glamour and dis- that makes that makes, that makes sense. I don't understand December, like the end of the year. Ever since the day we met, the lights went out and you came and lit me up. So, like, I you learned the Hollywood love isn't real, and you got the real love. I'm very impressed. Pretty close. You're about nailing it to perfection. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, I yeah. do have the lyrics in front of my face. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's not like I've drawn out a perfect map. I mean, it's like the the cinematic. I think we talked about it in, in this episode, which is a really long episode. If you're still with us, <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, and we didn't even talk about video games. Whatever. I know. Hey, but the um, last few episodes, I did. Yeah, whatever. yeah. Uh, video games are cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was chasing cinematic love. I'm, and then I think when I met my wife at the time, I had a lot, a hard time like buckling down and being mm. committed because it's like I thought, wait, it's supposed to be like passion and the burning of loins, yeah, just like yeah, and, and it's where's the lightning strike, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and so that's where you know the, the candlelight. Where where is that? And that's Hollywood love. It's not. I mean, that can happen for sure, but it's not full time. And I think we get confused mm-hmm. on that, and then we want to bail out because it's, it's supposed to be better, but then it never gets there. You know, I had that same experience getting married. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, when it says like, our love is just enough, it's not like a negative thing. It's like, it doesn't have to be this huge, crazy, mm. what we see on TV. And yeah. even, even if we go into pornography, it's, it's not, it's not, that. it's not real. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not, I've never met any girl that dreamed of doing that when she was older. Right. Yeah. And, and or even a guy, you know, yeah. and, and it's like, it just, that's, that's what happened. And I, I don't know their story, how that, that got there. I just, I just don't ever hear a young girl going, I want to. I don't. I struggle or, with the or fact. Or a young man. Because the same thing, I struggled with feelings. And I remember, look, I uh, I dated a girl in my 20s for years, really seriously, after my mission. She was ready to get married. And I thought I was supposed to have a lightning. And I thought you're supposed to get revelation, too. Which, I don't know why I was still trying that. I had never once. I did, like, the whole LDS thing, like, pray. all. I don't know if it's because ENCP or whatever. I never once had any sort of experiences. Even, like, taking heavy amounts of LSD and DMT and doing crazy trips. I've never encountered what I would consider, like, an outside. Well, that's not true. One time. Uh, anyway when i got married that's i actually have a podcast episode about that so i don't want to go down that that i already have episode recorded but uh when i got married well actually i had to fail i had to basically be with someone who was a good fit and we had a good relationship and i was looking for the hollywood version and the the spiritual like lightning strike and all Mm -hmm. that stuff she eventually got sick of waiting and peaced out and it was losing her and then spending the next like three years being depressed and realizing like, oh, I was in love. I just didn't know. I thought I would feel different. But I like because I, and I already know this about myself. I don't really feel that much. Like now I know if I feel that way again with a girl, I actually love her. It's not what the movies do. Like right, what right. I feel different. Yeah, and then yeah. when I met my wife, I was like, oh, I'm not going to do this mistake again. 
Right. Like I've been here before. I don't need all the lightning. I've already yeah. done this and then been depressed. I don't want to be depressed again. So let's yeah. just do this. Let's yeah. get married. Yeah. So that, that would apply kind of to, yeah. to this. And revelation is a very interesting thing. Sometimes we think we're supposed to be visited by an angel. And I've, I've kind of come to the conclusion for, for me personally, it's kind of like, I think that God loves us so much that he, he believes in us and enough that he lets us make decisions, right? Yeah. And and lets yep. us fail. And, and part of the, those have been revelation to me where angels a lot of times are a Cade call. Mm. Like they're walking amongst us where sometimes we've received advice. Did they receive revelation in a certain way to speak to us? And so mm. I'm very open to, to that because I haven't had a visitation. Yeah. I've had I've had incredible moments of that and I again I can't say 1000% that was you know, a spiritual, you had ex- that, that could have been my experience. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's stuff that, that definitely I would lean more towards that for sure. But revelation is very different for, for everybody. And I couldn't tell you, I know exactly how it works, yeah. you know? So, but, uh, yeah, you were, I'm, I'm impressed at this next one, uh, Zizix wrote to just kind of break it down. I meant to write this song cause I'm from Southern California and we, we'd visit Utah so when you're driving up the 15, uh, Highway 15, just a little bit outside Barstow, there's a road called Zizix, Z-Z-Y-Z-X Road. Yes. And I'm like, I'm going to write a song about Zizix Road. And Spencer Peterson from Sago was here, and, and I asked him to kind of help me with some ideas uh, with it. And he looked up Zizix Road, and then he starts telling me the story of Zizix Road, and it is it's fascinating. I how, have no, how it got named such a weird... I, uh, anybody that's still listening, look up Zizix Road. It's 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 crazy. So, well, I, I, now I'm like wanting to tell what it's about, but I'll let you yeah. Um, listen. Yeah. So you gave me a hint that you guys looked up this road. I my initial impression was it's just some sort of Bonnie and Clyde were like two con men that were conning people, something to do with Soda Springs, and they ran away to Zizix Road, or the road was named after whatever went down. Yeah, it, it you're you're about right. It's so this dude named David Springer. He was a total con man, and he decided to start a resort called Soda Springs, and he created a road, Zizix Road, and he wanted to have it be at the bottom of the alphabet, like it was his road. Mm. And so at this resort, he said that there were healing waters, like these hot springs, which he actually heated them up. They weren't even real. (laughs) 
and he was he was selling like pretty much like essentially snake oils, which is what I say yeah. in the song. And he was hiring people that got out of jail, like that couldn't find jobs. So it's like oh, like it's the pretty much King a guy. skid row. Yeah. It's a skid row dude that's trying to find you know an opportunity, and he sees that they're hiring at. Soda Springs, so Zizek's Road. So he steals his dad's Grand Torino and he's wanting to start a new life. So he feels at home because he's with a bunch of other convicts because nobody's hiring him. So that's. But ended up happening to the resort. It's shut down. You could look it up. Look up Zizek's Road on Wikipedia and it's like, it's, you can see what it looks like and you can see people were going there like, it was running. He did it It for a while. It was, yeah, it was running and then they realized it was all a fraud. And it's, and the thing that's interesting is some people like experience healing stuff, but it's kind of like the placebo effect, right? It's like your mind sometimes can do it heal yourself yeah. and so anyway i'm like i have no idea man like i've i'm i've like toyed with the idea of going out there to shoot like a music video of some sort mm. like and yeah that'd be fascinating so check it out yeah there's there's more to come yeah i i'm glad that you let me yeah come on here and, and also we also want to plug if people want to see any acting what's the what's out that they can easily find online like yeah. your best work yeah you'd i mean the covid has there's like four films that'll probably come out at the same time right now there's one that's out called the christmas project reunion but it's not christmas anymore that one it's actually kind of fun you can you can watch it it's on amazon prime and uh the character it's it's more of a family friendly movie but i really kind of play myself in like a mm. fun way and a lot of my music is on there a lot of it is 80s so if you go to like spotify or apple whatever you listen to the meant for you ep has it's got like a total 80s vibe to it because it's it takes place in the 80s and like mm. the boz is in it brian bosworth he's that linebacker from seattle from seahawks and corbin burnson and uh a baldwin's in it as well and but outside of that name the nameless days that one's going to be a really fun um action horror thriller movie um i kind of play a tough guy and then alien country that's going to be really fun um how far along are they are they still shooting that or is it shot we we do need to shoot some once once the snow goes away we're going to pick up some some derby shots uh, with derby cars and then there's another one uh villains that we were in the middle of shooting and calling from uh uh whose line is it anyway he's the older bald guy in it he he's in it with with me and he went back just to see his wife in canada and he got stuck yeah and so they mm-hmm. shut it down and like he would have st- we could have finished it and he would have stayed but so like we it's been now dude i think it's almost been a, a year well it's Almost February, COVID really. We were talking about COVID in February of last year. March is when all the yeah, stuff yeah, and down. so that's when yeah. So we're like ten months, and it's going to be interesting. Like people look different after ten months, right? That's true. You know, like whether they gain weight, lost weight, some more know, stress lines, hair. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not it's not fun. Um, I feel really bad for a lot of people, and then um, yeah, you can just. Look up Trey Warner. You might find some funny videos here and there, but yeah. All the, I'll put all the applicable links in the podcast description. Trey Warner official or Trey Warner on Instagram, Twitter. Trey Warner tr- official. Yeah. I, I would love any, if you dig any of this, I, I am in the humble beginnings and uh, I'm excited. There's some funny things, some funny. Yeah, there are funny things, but really awesome and fun things in the works. And please share away, follow, subscribe, whatever it is. There's, there's really funny YouTube videos too, music videos. You just go Trey Warner.
press that subscribe. Yeah, what's button. the one? Uh, the one where you're like a lazy dude eating Cheetos. Oh, meant for you. Meant for you. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, that one I liked. I thought that was pretty funny. Thanks, dude. My, my favorite song, which I'll put in the intro. So, I don't know the the slower one that I said sounded like Incubus might be my new favorite, but Carry On. I just think that that hook is so like I heard it. I'm like, oh, he people like I used to talk shit on simple hooks when I first started playing music. I was way into prog yeah. and Tool, and I everyone loved. I liked Weezer, but I was like, this is like two chords. I mean, this is cool. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, and now I understand it's actually almost, it is, it is harder it's, to write it is, simple. It is very hard. It's very hard. I, I was asked by Warner Chapel, like this music company to write a, the strokes, that type of vibe. Mm. And I, and I remember going, oh, this stuff is like so easy. It's hard. It's hard. What those guys play when your guitar, electric guitar is clean you're exposed when you when you've got like a distorted guitar yeah, yeah. This, it's and so i'm like wow i am uh so i kind of studied their stuff and it was a really good experience for me uh to do that and but yeah carry on was very interesting i i wrote that with spencer peterson of, of sago and what's interesting is carry on the one you like and just you and me it, we were both working on different songs together like for for, for me I, I love collaborating with with spencer i was sitting captain right here he was playing the bass on on one of like just laying down a um a scratch track and he hit the bah, bah. and then i'm like do that again and then he did it and to my what i remember is and he i think he actually agrees i sang that chorus and the lyrics right then and there yeah sometimes it just and hits. we knew yeah and then and then that with just you and me he was sitting right here writing captain and i was playing the guitar so that little like what is it He, I played that, and then he looks at me. He's like, "That's let's do that. Let's lay that down." Let's do so we that. stopped yeah. what we were doing, and we did it on both of those songs. And you know, right with you, those are some of my favorite songs. And and it's just crazy how they came out of nowhere. And it's just that's why I love creating with with people. Yeah. Like just like I don't know if I'm coming up with stuff on my own. Like, do you subscribe uh, to the idea that that is like you're tapping in? You're just a receiver. Like you get the, some people think creativity is, doesn't actually come from you. You just get right in the headspace. Even like, uh, some religions believe that creativity is the artist who came before you are, are. We're all thieves. Yes. That, is that the question you're asking? I mean, no, like some people believe like you're communicating with other intelligences through like the muse, the flow state. You're like an antenna and there's some sort of metaphysical consciousness, yeah, I, I'm, I'm substrate, a, yeah, whatever. I, I, I would say I would be a liar if I didn't tell you I, I believe in that. I mean, it's, it's interesting when, how many times have you been thinking about somebody and they call you happens happens all the time yeah. there's 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 an energy so it's like sometimes when you're watching the movie and like uh somebody dies and then somebody else feels it like, yeah right i was just watching vikings and loki my wife loves that show yeah and like somebody i'm not going to give but loki felt it on the other side of the world I'm, I'm like do i believe in ufos absolutely i do we go oh you know don't start I, me I, on I, aliens yeah i mean did, how could we say that this is just it can't there's no way. Can't. I mean, mind, you look you up in the sky. The thing that's I love when you're. Isn't it the best when you go in the middle of nowhere and you look up in the you sky and there's see. no pollution yeah. and you can like. I mean, for me, I'm going. How could you not believe there's something bigger? I don't think that 
matter just bumped into each other and just created the intelligence of Cade, right? Or, I think we were made by the aliens and disclosures coming. Uh, isn't it going to be fascinating, yeah. though, on the other side, the journey? Like, I don't believe that's the end. I don't, I don't, intelligence can't die. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just that there's something, I don't know everything. It's going to be very interesting. I'm going, I, this is like, I know we're at the end of the show, but like, I was talking about this in, in church. Like, I, I taught elders quorum forever, and I talk about, I'm very open about how I don't know everything. But, um, see, my ADD just kicked in. I looked at my Skittles and I forgot what I was even talking about. Aliens. Disclo- oh, I said the aliens. Th- oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You just helped me. I think like, you know, when the question, like there's some, like we can mess with our heads. Like who made us? Okay. Who made that? Who made that? Who made yeah. that? Well, then what, what's, where is the beginning? Like, we can't comprehend it, but I think this is, and I could be way off. I think at the end of this, with whatever it is, you know, like when you're watching an infomercial and somebody invents something that is so simple, you go, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. I think that might be what it, what it is. What we feel when we understand. Where it's like, yeah. Oh, I was there the whole time. Goodness. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, if it, if it is like, you know, I believe it's a, a, a God, right? He's going to say, I, I tried. I it was right there in front of you, man. You guys just went a little too far. <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't, I don't know. Or whatever, whatever it is, it's going to be fun for all of us to kind of go, Ah, oh. yeah, and yeah. then we're gonna give each other high fives, like people that maybe we possibly hated, whatever. We're like, oh, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, yeah. sister. Like, hey, yeah. yeah, here we are. I had a thought. <laughs> I think that maybe we're wearing an infomercial or watching an infomercial. I had that with. There was actually a tool that my brother showed me, where it's a painter's tool, where it has a little spring on the back all i did was take usually a painter and they hit staples and they have to hold a hammer and a thing they made like a a one-handed version where a little spring just pops it in and they sold it to husky for a gajillion dollars super simple thing like oh that was there the whole time like a hundred years people were hammering nails like these little finished nails with two hands and it took a hundred years for someone was like hey can you do this with one hand and i could free up the other hand that would be real nice like something right that simple and i've had that thought too have you ever done those puzzles where it's like they have like a loop and a chain and it's whatever and, and st- some magician will like make the chain come off the loop and you're like that's impossible there's mm-hmm. no way and you sit and you try to fiddle with it and fiddle with it forever you try all these like complicated maybe if i wrap it this way and go under and pull the loop and when they finally show you how the trick works in my experience it's always that same feeling like how did i not see that that's so simple i spent all this time trying to think okay if i wrap it coming with all these super complicated or like those number pattern puzzles where it's like what's the next number yeah. in the sequence and you're like well if i add if maybe the pattern is plus five plus six times two right. minus by the prime and it's really you just add the first and third together and it's always like something yeah, yeah. really simple uh, yeah that's i could see that because it's, it's happened fa- to me yeah, a lot in yeah my life. It's, it's fascinating so we'll see we'll but- see i subscribe to maybe we invent through technology an omniscient being that perceives time all at once. And once we technically, once we invent that, then it's always existed. It's quantum leap. It's, I love it's, that show. it's always remember? been there. Like we are the God. We created God. We created the God that created us. And it's just a, like a circle. I mean, I couldn't tell you if I know. I don't know either. <laughs> but I thought, of, I would thought it would make a great sci-fi movie. You know what would be, speaking of LDS Mormon, like I think if you wanted to make cool sci-fi, you could mine LDS theology 
and t- make a hundred sci-fi movies. That well, would be dude, awesome. You want to you know it's interesting whether whether you know your LDS or the story of like the two thousand stripling warriors. That's a good one. It's like yeah, you, like to me, I was talking about this with my brother. Like just the concept, you can kind of change a few things, but I kind of like envision like if these. So in the Book of Mormon, it's like it's this. There's these two thousand savage warriors they're yeah. they're just they're they're like in their teens early 20s and they're taking on like they're outnumbered like immensely but it's like saying because they love their their mother and their god that when they went to war they took on like i, I can't I'm, I'm gonna butcher it but they were outnumbered like either five to one or four i always imagined uh, it like the movie 300 yeah it's it, or yeah. it's like they they were able to receive like x-man gifts yeah. like their speed was heightened, their healing power whatever it is like that would be kind of you could turn that into like cool some movie. type yeah. of story that would work i mean if you if you said hey this is a book of mormon story i don't know if that would work in the masses but the idea of that story yes. I, I would rather if i ever made a film like that somebody asked me that would you ever make like an lds a film? remix of i'm like something. no I, I don't really love that idea i would take a story i'd rather have people go where did that story come from and then after the fact say hey this was inspired by this and then people can decide Mm. what they want after that i don't i don't want to shove down you know religion down people um I, I like for me personally, I like to be more of like a natural thing. And, and if it's something that works where somebody wants to know, I, I mean, I'm here. I'll always t- like right now we probably have different um, ideas, right. In religion, but you and I just had a conversation and respecter of each other. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I appreciate that about people. Right. And so anyway, I hope that, that I can do that in a way that's just, it's just chill. You know, who did a, do you ever read a book series by chance from Orson Scott card called Earth Homecoming? Earth to Home Homecoming? Uh-uh. He basically, re- you wouldn't know unless you were grew up LDS or were familiar with the Book mm-hmm. of Mormon. He remixed the Book of Mormon story as a sci-fi, and it's like six books. Hmm. The main character is called Nephiah. He has a brother named like Label. Like the, the names are yeah, just yeah, like yeah. slightly yeah. switched. Oh, that's, yeah, that's and slightly, idea, yeah. And the idea is that Earth was ruined by like technology and pollution. And so humanity is close. Well, I don't know. We, we, we could be head. I don't know if we're headed. <laughs> Who knows? But the, the idea is humanity built a supercomputer called the Oversoul, which then they sent like a DNA, a ship that was manned by AI full of like genetic samples. And they found a planet and they sent the ship there. And then the Oversoul created a new like family of humans, but they programmed it. They connected, they put like a, like a brain neural interface in each human. And that somehow genetic engineering made sure that when they would procreate, they would have this connection to the oversoul. And it, its job was to bring humanity back to a technological level so they could come back to earth after yeah. earth, earth had had a hundred thousand years to recover. Hmm. And it, its job was to make sure the humans didn't destroy themselves. So it was like limiting their thoughts. Well, it was running out of juice. And so it's time to go back to earth so it forms a bond with with this human called nafia who is it chooses to basically take a new colony of people and go back to the earth because earth has recovered from all the the pollution and hmm. it's like crossing the sea and going to the americas and and it's it's a hundred percent you if you didn't know the book you would read it like that's a cool sci-fi story yeah but if you know he did the same thing it was never nothing in the book would ever tell someone this is from the book of mormon yeah but once you learn like oh this is a, re- a remix yeah 
Yeah, there's yeah. numerous cool stories of of people like the Joe, like if you don't, like the Joe Smith story is pretty rad. If you're just looking at it logically, Gandhi's story is amazing. Mother Teresa, amazing. Joan of Arc, you know, th- stuff that they're all kind of doing what's best and for their higher power, right? Like those are those are inspiring to me, right? And so I think there's many different ways to to tell that story. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I got on that. We were talking about. We're just we're just talking. We can go forever, but I'm starving, and we are. Yeah, I got to bounce too. Trey Warner official on all social platforms. TreyWarner.com. TreyWarner.com. Podcast description. EP comes out tonight, which will be probably two weeks ago by the time this comes out. Yeah. Video, YouTube, acting, music, and he's gonna write a song about Halo Nights. And we shook on it. So yeah, we did shake on it. I, I'm going to, to I will follow up and yeah. keep you guys updated on that. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for your time.